0: Wow. Okay, so we've just got some breaking news of a confirmed blue side. I will get that up and we will discuss it. Confirmed blue side from New South Wales. So not even the squad. This is the side confirmed. Wow. So the confirmed side for the Blues is James Tedesco at one, Tile at two, Stags at three, Whiten at four, Tupo at five, Luai at six, Cleary at seven, Hass at eight, Cook at nine, Bolo at 10, Murray at 11, Sims at 12, Yo at 13, Crichton at 14. Crichton at 14. Liam Martin at 15, Campbell Gillard at 16, 17 and Ryan Madison, and 18 is Nico Hines. 19 is Tyson Brazil. Uh, Saifidi, Suwali, and Korosau make up the rest of the extended squad. Now, to be fair, though, there could be changes before the match. Now, this could be Freddie trying to throw a curveball and – Putting Crichton at fourteen, but then bringing in Hines, I doubt it though. I think this may be the team he's going with. Guru, speak to me. What stands out to you there?
2: Yeah, obviously Jack White. We knew he'd be in the team somewhere. Uh, one of Freddy's boys. I thought, reading that team sheet last night, uh, he would definitely be in the fourteen jersey. Um, mate, p- picking Stephen Crichton and playing him as a fourteen. I mate, mean, I- I'm interested to hear your take. It just makes no sense to me. I don't. I don't understand that selection at all? How do you get, like, when you get Stephen Crichton into the game, do you move Jack into the middle? How do, how do you think it's going to play out?
0: Mate, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know because before the selection, and I was speaking to Hello Sport, and I think we may have spoken about it as well, I was saying Freddie Fitler's loyalty to Whiten will put him in that starting side. Yep. And everyone, not everyone, but there were a lot of people in the comments section, I think actually, matter of fact, I want to go back to it because someone was like, if... Actually, someone in the YouTube comments section said, if Brad Fittler picks one at center, I'll buy a thousand cases of bloke and a bar <laughs> I beer. I saw that actually. Can you go back to the YouTube <laughs> and check that? Uh, and, and so huge call by me, huge call by me. Now, I did start to get a little bit nervous when Ado Car and Trevojevic weren't selected in the squad because I was like, okay, well, that loyalty, it seems to be form, like form and form alone, even though I think that, anyway, we'll get to those two players. So I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe Freddie Fittler is a lot more ruthless than I thought. But it seems that Freddie has gone. Nope, Whiten. I like him at centre. Crichton at fourteen. If I'm being honest, I kind of feel if you've got Crichton and Stags in the squad, you start them at centre. So I, I, the only thing I can think of is it, as you said, he brings Crichton on to the centres, moves Whiten to the middle, and the reason why he's put Crichton on the bench because if you add Crichton and uh, Crichton Whiten, Crichton
3: and Whiten, how good. Uh, syndicated six days ago. I'll buy a thousand cases of bloke if Whiten gets picked in the centers. With How many likes? 38 likes, have? 38 likes yeah. on YouTube. He's yeah. lucky
0: they're going
2: for 52 bucks,
0: just fifty two bucks at the bottle. Oh, you better get in there, bro. Better get in there, start buying. And I wanna see the I wanna see the receipts, motherfucker. <laughs> um yeah, anyway, good banter, good banter. Uh, but so I think what Freddie is thinking is this. If one of my halves go down, we've got clear we've got Whiten to take that six roll. Uh, seven, he could play at a pinch if he has to, or Luai could play seven in a pinch. Plus, Whiten can cover in the back row, whereas Croydon, you bring him on, he can also cover fullback, wing, or center, and you've essentially got your whole back line covered with those two players. You could make the argument that Hines can't cover the wing mm. and he may not be able to play center. So maybe he's looked at HIA kind of stuff as well because Hines has been put at 18 um so foul play if Cleary gets foul play head height or whatever he can bring him into pretty sure if he gets foul played you can bring your 18 I believe in Believe so yeah so maybe that's what he's covering but I, I have to say I, I I'm stoked for Crichton though I'm stoked mm. for Crichton but it is do you think it's the right call
2: I don't personally. I would have. Had, I, I just. I, I. I thought he was picking Stephen Crichton because of his combinations with the Penrith boys. Mm-hmm. I think that Crichton is a guy that, like, oh, I would argue, he came up with a top five grand final play ever last year.
0: Mm.
2: Like, you look at it'll be Kyle Feltz try, it would be Joey down the short side. I don't think Stephen Crichton's intercept to win that grand finals that far behind. He's delivered on the big stages. He can play a number of positions, no doubt about it. But I, I, in my mind, I would have thought having Jack on the bench, who can come on and play multiple roles, he would have been better to have there to then bring in. And mm. as you said, there might be team changes, but surely if he's not going to run with Jack in the starting team, we'll be able to see it during the week. Like yeah, it just true. makes like it has to be Jack at centre now. It's very true. They cannot move that. And I don't know. I, 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 just, I can't see Freddie making a late change and pulling Crichton out of his debut to put Nico Hines there either. I, I just don't think he'll do that. Mm, okay. So I, I think this is how they run. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. It just made – it doesn't make much sense to me. I understand where you're coming from, you know, with the HIAs and everything, but, fuck, it's a deep explanation. That's you know? not
0: really my ex- – that's not my opinion. Yeah. It's just where I think Freddie like may it You have to go that it. deep for the reasoning. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: a bit of a red flag to
0: me. Yeah, that's it's a fair point. Now, Whiten has played centre before, and, and he didn't go that great uh, mm. at centre. Uh, to be fair, though, he has played good footy in origin. He played, you know, well the year before. Um, his ball running has always been good, even in the games where defensively he, was, he struggled a little bit. His metres run were outstanding. Uh, so I think even, it was only two games that he played in centre. It's probably too small of a uh, sample size to say whether he will be good at centre or won't be good at centre. I think that Whiten will actually be much better at centre this time than he was last time because he's going to know what to expect. Um, and he's going to have more time to maybe prepare and get his head around it because he's got that experience. He can go back and look at certain things he got wrong and he got right. But it is surprising. Like, even Stephen Crichton, you know, he, he's probably – I mean, I know he played off the bench and he scored a try, you know, the first game of that year. Remember that when he came yeah. on the field and literally ran and scored a try? But outside of that, he hasn't played much bench. So, for him, it's going to be a very foreign role to play off the bench like that. Very hard to get into a game. In centre When you're coming off the and mate,
2: I would th- obviously Haven't played that many games Of State of Origin myself But I would imagine Sitting on the bench For 50, 60 minutes Fuck I'd be a nervous wreck mm. as, a, as a centre Coming into the game Like that um, I mean d- Like obviously What he has done Freddie is He has He's picked Brian Toto oh, He will play right wing That's what he's playing At Clubland at the moment Stags will play right Then he has picked Two left side players In Jack White and Tupu mm. Do you think that's Played a role In his selections? Yeah maybe Maybe because I mean, if you if you do start Stephen Crichton, you have to move him from the side that he's on at the moment yeah. to the other, or you have to move Stags. I wouldn't be moving Stags on debut. Mm. At least Crichton has played both sides. I don't know. Maybe it's just a continuity thing. Like I was sitting here last week saying to you personally, I would have gone with Ado Car and Stags on the right. So you would have picked Ado Car on the wrong side, and then the Penrith boys moved them from the right to the left. Mm. Maybe he just doesn't want to change them up that much.
0: Yeah, maybe. What do you reckon, me?
3: Yeah, it's a it's a – I didn't expect it, but I I think Freddie's always been bullish on his 14 has to cover a few positions. And, like, I think he – you know, we saw the Friday night game where there was – So not the Friday night game. There was a, a game where there was – like, there's, there's HIAs everywhere. There, there was sin bins on the weekend. Like, there's sin bins all the time now. Like, thing, things are changing more than they used to. And I think with Crichton and Whiten together – Wherever you want to play him, together they cover fullback, wing, center, 5'8", and lock. So from that point of view, I I, I can completely understand where Freddie's coming from, having those two in the team and Crichton on the bench. I personally, I would have rather, if if those two were picked, uh, I love Stephen Crichton. I would have loved to start him, but Freddie's Freddie, so we'll we'll see how he goes.
0: But do we think that... I think we all agree, Crichton deserves a debut at some stage. Like you know, absolutely. I I, honestly, at the initially, I actually had Crichton starting probably before Stags, but I can understand why he's gone Stags on the other side. There's this good side, all that kind of stuff. But do we think that it's a is it a safe decision to cover injuries that may never happen, and you're going to lose a guy like Hines coming off the bench? Do you think that? that having Hines come off the bench, he he could affect the game more coming in that roving role? Yeah, I think so. And I think that potentially Freddie
2: might be a little bit rattled. Remember a couple of years ago when everyone said, pick Pappenhausen mm. on the bench, he didn't. Mm. He then had the Teddy injury and everyone sat there and went, oh, well, Teddy got injured. Freddie's a moron. Mm. Why didn't he do this? I think it was a bit of a hindsight call, but maybe he's a little bit rattled from that.
0: Yeah, but then wouldn't you pick Hines because he can cover the fullback? Or as in because Crichton I think he could cover more positions?
3: It was Advocate, but... What uh, I think Heinz has been the best player in the comp this year, and I think a lot of people agree with that. But Stephen Crichton has the runs on the board when it comes to winning big moments in big games, and which is a very high criteria for Origin.
0: So you reckon Freddie is gone? I know Crichton has done something big. Yeah, I'm going to trust that when he comes on, he'll just he'll make something happen.
2: I think Stephen Crichton is also you know I I don't love him off the bench, but. I do understand probably where Freddie's coming from. That how do you prepare for Stephen Crichton? I don't know what he's going to
0: do. Yeah. And those just you know what I just love about Crichton, and I spoke about it in my like why you should pick Crichton. You put him on an edge or whatever. Those crossfield bombs. Yeah. Jeremiah Nanai has absolutely been tearing teams apart. On the bombs that land, because if you, if you do those little crossfield kicks and you and we know clearly can put it anywhere. If you land that on the three in, which is the half-back, or the wide running forward, which is four in. There's no um, escorts for that. You can't prepare really – you don't have enough time to get around and block the the catcher. And so the angle – and also the angle that you're running in on is a much different angle to a winger running in. So I wonder whether that's where he's going to find his – because Cleary and Crichton have proven that they do have a good kicking connection with each other. So maybe that's the attacking weapon he's going to rely on.
2: Um, I think that Crichton and Nanai, as you said, off kicks – you just feel like one of them is going to have an impact at some point. As you said, they're obviously going to drop their kids, their kicks on heads that aren't used to going Don't up drop the kids pool. on heads.
0: Dad. Not what I had to goal. me when I, was, when I was younger. Don't do that to everyone. Clip that.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, you just feel like one of them is going to come on and have a big impact. Uh, I think Ryan Madison's a good pick on the bench, too. Mm. I mean, crazy that Matto has been starting for so many years and doing so well. Then he gets relegated to the bench for Parramatta, and you sort of go, oh, that's cactus. He yeah. won't be able to get in now. And mm. then he just kills it. Now he's on. Now he's there. Like he's another guy that I look at and think he could handle a number of positions too. Mm. If you were desperate and you, and you needed someone to plug out um, in the centres, you could go with Matter. I'll yeah. probably do a job Even for Even put you. him at six if you had to. At six thirteen. Yeah, yeah he, he can cover a lot of roles. Matto. I do, do. Do you look at the bench? So we've got Liam Martin, Regan Campbell, Gillard, Stephen Crichton, Matto. I mean. It, it, is it a small bench, or has the game just sort of changed that you don't need two out-and-out out front rowers you can run with a Martin and a Madison?
0: Mate, Madison's a big boy now. He's yeah, a like fucking it, big boy. So
2: in my mind, when I sort of look at it and go, is it a bit small, is that just me falling into the trap of going, oh, Madison normally plays back row? Like I think, think so. Right? Matt yeah.
0: a big fucking boy now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Campbell Gillard is obviously a front, you know, a very, you know, a str- front strong uh, front rower.
2: I just think they're their back row... There's so much leg speed... uh, Sorry, their their bench between Martin and and between Madison. I think Freddie's really picked a particular sort of team to go at them. Um, Yeah, Regan Cameragel, he's a guy that I... You know, he's been playing good footy, but I probably didn't expect him to get the pick a couple of weeks ago. But... Now that he's there, fuck, he, he's 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 great. Regan Campbell-Gillard too, because he's such a different body shape. He's yep. that tall, sort of lanky, sort of. When you compare him to your starting front rowers, you know Payne Haas and Junior Paula, who are just these these juggernauts coming at you. I do like the change in body shape uh, that a guy like Regan Campbell-Gillard brings off the
0: bench. Very aggressive too. Yeah, very, very, very aggressive. Uh,
2: the one that I the one that surprised me, Tyson Frizzell. Oh. You know, if you're moving away from a guy like Jake Travojevic, for example, if you're moving away from your David Clemmers, these sort of guys, even though Clem hasn't been there for a couple of years, like I think it's pretty obvious that he is sort of moving to the future now. I don't understand why you pick Frizzell and he's not in the team. Mm. That one doesn't make sense. Like if I'm picking Frizzell, I'm picking him and he's going to be in my 17. I don't pick him to be 18, 19, 20. It's like he a wasted was. spot for. Experience. Seems like a very. And then when you consider the rest of his team and who he's gone for in his extended bench, you know your Sawali's these sort of guys. He's looking to the future. A Frizzell pick. I don't know. When, when I saw him last night, I thought, "Fuck!" There's a chance that he might
0: be in the starting thirteen. Mm. Well, I thought he would. I thought he was going to. I thought Sims may miss out on that starting thirteen, yeah. and they would put Sims, uh, Tarek there, uh, Tyson Frizzell there. It's it's a really interesting one because what a great opportunity to get a guy like Olakuatu and Tungi, Kilom- just super guys him in to there. pick from, yeah. Um, and that's not to say like Frizell shouldn't be in the squad. It's more to say like Frizell's been there and done that. He doesn't need experience, like he, you know, he even to the point where let's say someone gets injured in the camp, you don't bring in Olakotuatu to the seventeen. You you call Frizell in late, yep. and you go, you know, and I know some people go, why would you do that? And you're like, well, again, it's all about experience. For example, Suwali, like if if Tupou goes down. In camp, I assume he calls in Fox. He doesn't debut yep. Uh We all know. We'll get to Suwali though. We'll get to him. Um, I would even say if if one of the front rowers gets
2: injured this week, man, I reckon he probably makes a call too, Jake Trbojevic.
0: Yeah, for I wouldn't sure. Be surprised if he does. For sure, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, it's uh, look that 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 White decision. I I expected that he would play for uh, number four. The biggest surprising thing for me though is that Crichton is fourteen. So there must be a very specific idea in Freddie Fittler's head and Crichton must be able to bring it up. But I'm stoked for Crichton. And i put it this way. I don't think Crichton's going to let anyone down. No, no way. No. no, like I don't think he's going to let anyone down. Now, is he going to be out of – I think that maybe Freddie's sitting there going, look, I've got Nathan Cleary, one of the best sevens we've ever seen, literally. Like statistically, everything, when you look at it this age, he's one of the best sevens um, we've ever seen. Now, Now, will he end up one of the best sevens? We don't know. it's Time will tell. But for his age, he's right up there. Mm. And so Freddie might be thinking, yes, Hines has been incredible in his ball playing and his ability to put other people in space, but I've got Cleary to do that. Like I've got an, – and in Luai, I've got enough players to be able to do that. So why have another guy on the bench to just do what more of Cleary can do? Yeah. Um, now, in the argument against that would be Hines is leading the game for line break assists. I'm, I'm pretty sure he is. He was last week anyway. And so yeah. – you know, even Cleary isn't having as many line break assists as uh, Hines, so it's a really interesting selection. It's a really interesting selection. I do think that it's it's around the the idea of there's so many HIAS, there's so many sin bins. Uh, so I think HIA is really going to affect Origin this year because mm. because we're so you know serious about it, and I think he's gone for a bench that's just can cover as many positions as possible. Where do you got that money? Uh,
3: yeah, uh, Hines is leading still the comp they still in the combine line regesis and mm. to your point before Guru as you say then and how he wants to cover like Freddie's probably his major only mistake in like four years was not having a fullback in that 2020 game three and that was unfortunate because that was an injury to James Sedesco. but maybe he's just he's thought okay I don't want that to happen again
0: in so. his defence though Gutho was playing in the centre and got moved back there yeah that's true Yeah, and I think and who ended up I think it was more then he didn't have a centre to play centre because yeah. Who ended up being in the centres that game and he didn't get found out, but it was a tough, tough gig?
3: I'll find out.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, I I, I think there's a good chance that that has played a role there. I think what you just said, obviously Nico Hines is in great form, mm. no denying that. But I think as well, you know, it, you know, with Stephen Crichton, as we said, like last year's final series – he was the best player in the final series so good like he just he without playing in a heap of big games every big game he has played in he has stood up and he's delivered something special mm. every single game so yeah well when I look at it from a Queensland perspective having Stephen Crichton on the bench I don't know how Freddie's gonna Like, we're gonna spend all week talking about how the fuck is he gonna use Crichton
0: yeah and I think Queensland will sort of be in a similar boat so um maybe that's part another maybe that, reason? that could be yeah the ex of like we don't know where We can't plan for when Crichton's going to come on. And also, we just don't know what he's going to do. Like, and,
2: mate... Fuck, even if he was playing centre, it's hard to plan for Crichton.
0: Yeah. Because he can just do shit that no one else can. So athletic, you know, he's Billy. I think it might have been Isaiah
3: Yeo who came on yeah, and played Isaiah centre. Yeah, Isaiah
0: went to the centre, and he, he struggled a little bit uh, yeah. in centre, if I recall correctly. Yeah. So... From that perspective, you can kind of see where he's coming from, and also Crichton's a pretty big body. Like he's like ninety five, ninety six kilos. Um, I know he doesn't have that much meat on his bones yet, but he's still a large body that could probably get through. Could be lock if you had to look. If Cotter can play lock, Crichton can play lock. Um, so look, in Freddie, we trust as If you're a Blues fan, he's he's got it right. He's got it right way more times than not. You know, yeah. when he debuted all those players all those years ago, everyone was going, Freddie's out of his mind. But he had a game plan, and it. They nailed it. And also, this is the same coach that had a record win last year. So, he knows what he's doing. Um, I, I feel like Hines, very, very unlucky to miss out. But I think it's just a matter of time for Hines. Yeah. Just a matter of time. He'll get there.
2: What about uh, some of the guys that have missed out altogether? Obviously, Josh Adokar well, has
0: been the headline. Yeah, well, let's talk quickly about Tupo. Thoughts yep. on his selection?
2: Yeah, I like the pick. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Fox in a second. I don't think that Fox deserved to miss out, but... It's, it's hard to say that Daniel Toope is a bad pick. It's impossible to say it in my opinion. He has been so consistent for so long. I remember we came into that series last year and all the chat leading up to it was, all Queensland's aerial attack, they're going to jump all over. And like, they didn't. Mm. Uh, you know, they still can, no doubt about that. But um, Daniel Toope, I think it's a good reward for just – he's been con- so consistent for a decade. You'll mm. forget, like – he was doing this shit in the 2013 grand final against oh, Manly. That's 10 crazy. years ago.
0: It's insane.
2: Uh, you know, you know, earlier in his career, you know, he had a lot of errors coming out of his own end and everything. And I still think some people hold on to that. But he's a completely different footballer now. Mm, I have a question for both
3: of you. Um, obviously it's all opinion, but if you had to pick a team of the decade, would Tupou be in your team? NRL team, that is.
0: I mean, I think most people would, and this is no disrespect to Tupou because he's such a humble doesn't big note or anything. I think most people would forget him. And then you'd bring him up and they'd go, oh, fuck. Okay. You know what I mean? It'd be one yeah. of those things. Was, so, it's,
2: he's sort of like the Jamie Lyon of the last decade. I felt yeah. like you saw these yeah. team of the years and then team of the decades and someone threw up Jamie Lyon and you went, oh, fuck, he was actually a
0: weapon. Yeah, weapon. he was he actually was. hectic. Yeah. So
2: For
3: me, though, I, I think it's clearly Morrison, and Tupa. You could argue Rajarajan, but he didn't play that long. What about Fox? Fox came in a little bit later, but –
0: yeah, but look at what he's done point. in that time. Yeah, he's like a got good. the record for tries, and you know, like six tries in a game. He's done it at Origin level. Mm. Yeah, it's a great. It's a he's great. Done debate. it on both wings yeah. too. Like yeah. he's. It's a, look. It's a, put it this way. Any team that had Tupou in it. Yeah, I would uh, yeah. absolutely be okay yeah, with especially that, especially
2: when you're stuck up. Like
0: what last ten years, he's won three premierships. Well, he's won the most. Yeah. No, no winger has won more premierships than him in the last 10 years, uh, if th- I recall correctly.
2: I, I, has, has he been a try scorer in all those grand finals? I think definitely two of them he has been as well and like big, big tries that he came Mate, up with. He,
0: he's so good. He's just so humble and respectful that you yeah. just don't... He, he just goes about his business, just does his job. Yeah. Um, and so... When when I it's it's hard because I feel like I have to compartmentalize this where you just look at Tupo Tupo, you don't look at who he replaced or whatever and you go he's playing outstanding this year outstanding uh, he he's a big body so he'll be able to combat the coats uh, you know crossfield kicks or whatever I think that yes a lot of people talked last year about the crossfield kicks and it never happened I think that was just down to game management and yeah. poor uh, poor kick selection from the the Maroons. Um, Big body coming out of trouble as well. Like he, he's coming out of trouble runs are just honestly nearly second to none. So Tupo being there, congratulations. Absolutely deserved. Now, take. now we're just talking about the Fox. We're not saying like, you know, one over the other kind of thing. It's just talking about the Fox and his loyalty and his incredible service to New South Wales. He's got some of the most tries. I think he's the third most try scored for New South Wales. Um Yeah, I think he's played ten games and scored eleven tries, or maybe the other way around. I tell you what, I feel like this is a very tough call on the Fox.
2: I agree, mate. I I think it's very tough. I think he's also, you know, like you got all the on-field stuff. I think he's just also such. It just brings so much energy to a footy side. Mm. Like I I know Canterbury are struggling, but. Mate, the amount of times I'm able to hear his voice when I'm sitting in my lounge room mm. and he's 60 meters away on that wing and you can hear him like he just he brings so much energy he's never put a foot wrong in my opinion Fox I think he's very hard done by as we said we're obviously talking about them as completely separate entities I don't think that Tupu's is a bad call but I feel sorry for Fox I mm. really do yeah. he's been you know I I would argue he's been one of the more consistent guys over the last four or five years he hasn't yeah. done it as long as Tuper but
0: Fuck, he's been consistent. Yeah. It's super, super tough, this one. I just – I don't know how I feel about it because if you just look at Tupo's year, you go, oh, wow, well, you know, like, it's, he's playing really well. He deserves it. But then, like, when you look at what Fox has done, his body of work, in Origin 2, it's been pretty good. Is this concerns of, like, you know, loyalty? Do you think that, like, the message that kind of sends to the squad is quite ruthless in nature – or do you think that Freddie has such a good squad where they all understand it's just about what he thinks is best for the squad?
2: Yeah, I'd like to think that Freddie has spoken to Fox. And, mm. you know, I'd, fuck, you, you you wouldn't want to be playing Fox next weekend, would you? Mm. Freddie
3: has
0: spoken to
2: Fox. That's He's confirmed it, yeah. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I don't know. But like F- Freddie's obviously got a game plan that he wants to stick to and he has his reasons, and I'm sure he would have been upfront and honest about those. Um,
0: it I
2: understand what you're saying from that Queensland point of view of stick and pick. We back our guys. Well, here, we
0: I mean, ask ourselves: Would Queensland have dropped Fox? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's the right or wrong call. I'm just saying, yeah, it's two different approaches. Yeah, and, exactly right. You know, maybe it could be right, maybe it could be wrong.
2: Yeah, and yeah. if we look back, you know, if in two or three years' time, and New, New South Wales have won three in a row, we go, "Fuck, Freddie was a genius."
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Saying it how it is. Picking who he wants to pick, not who public pressure
0: yeah. selects for him. Which you want in a coach to oh, be? I like it. Yeah. I personally
2: do. I like that he's made the decision. I wouldn't have made some of these decisions. I think that you know, if he would have, if he would have dropped Fox and picked someone that was undeserving, mm. maybe then I'm going fuck. I don't know about it. But picking Daniel Tupu is never a bad pick. I, yeah, repeating ourselves, but I feel sorry for Fox, obviously. But I, I know Tupu's going to do a job for us. I know he is.
0: Yeah. Look, it's. Uh the thing it's it's like the it's kind of like a paradox in a way, but you kind of want your great coaches to make decisions that a lot of us can't understand necessarily because that what's that's what makes them a great coach. They see things that we don't see like there's a reason why Freddie Fiddler is who he is there's a reason why New South Wales are on the precipice of having a dominant few years now I think Queensland's squad has improved dramatically in the last twelve months where that You know, if you would have backed that in 12 months ago saying, you know, New South Wales may win five or let's just say three in a row. If you had to say that at the end of last series, people would have been like, yeah, I can see three in a row for sure. I think that the Queensland teams have improved so much over the last 12 Mm -hmm. months that most people are like, I don't know about that anymore. But he has put them in a really good stead to maybe challenge for a couple in a row.
2: And, I mean, mate, like I have a look at this side and, you know, we, t- we talk about, you know, you want coaches to make decisions that we don't understand at the time that make sense later. Daniel Saifidi was an absolute cracker. Mm-hmm. I-, I did not hear anyone say a single positive thing about Daniel Saifidi when he got picked. Mm. Everyone was very, what on earth is that? How has he got picked? A guy like Liam Martin, he picked him very early. Mate, do you remember how much shit Nathan Cleary was copping three years ago in the yeah, origin and arena? he stuck with
0: him too. Stuck with him. Yeah.
2: Like, I just, I think sometimes... And I think this is where Queensland fans are better than us. I think we all think we're smarter than Freddie. Mm. No one understands state of origin more than Brad Fittler in New South Wales. I think he has got the runs on the board. He lost the 2020 series. No doubt about that. (laughs) Uh, But... I mean, the reality of State of Origin is that Queensland's going to do that every few years. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, um, part of it. That's not excusing Freddie, but, mm. you know, he, he he made bad decisions throughout that
0: series. And, but he went, and he went against the master, Wayne Bennett. You know, we are, and people forget that. That was set up for Wayne Bennett so
2: fucking perfectly. Oh, hey, God. Wayne, your team sucks. You can't win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and so by I, the way, I'm just
0: going to bring my mate in, Malwininga. Yeah. For one year. Just one for year one only. In. Yeah. Like I, yeah. People underappreciate... <laughs> Like, I feel like he was just the Pied pipe. He came in, kept it real low-key. He just left and rode off into the sunset. And didn't really make a big huff and puff about it. Didn't do all these pieces of, like, Wayne's greatness. It was almost like a robbery in the night. He was like a thief in the night. I'm just going to come in, bomb, do it. Just let everyone know who the master still is and then bounce. I think yeah. people don't appreciate what happened there, you know?
2: A hundred percent. I Yeah. You know, and I, I I think Freddie has got that about him where he can get the best out of guys. Mm. Whether you whether you like Freddie or not, and yeah, he does some fucking rogue shit, he's taking the shoes off and doing weird stuff. Yes. But he gets the best out of guys. Yeah, Freddie has always got the best out of guys. Whether it's you know when he took over that Rooster side, in you know seven or eight, they, they were going like a busted arsehole. All mm. of a sudden, Freddie gets in there, mm. and because he's Freddie, he can get the best out of guys. I yeah, I look at a guy like Jacob Saifiti, and I saw everyone on social media bagging him last night, and I was just sitting there going, "This is Daniel." All over again. Mm. Freddie knows origin. Freddie sees something in Jacob that the rest of us didn't see in Daniel. Mm. All of a sudden, he's a premier front row in rugby yeah.
0: league. Sometimes the selections are even, aren't even about, like, when you see a guy with potential, you bring him in because he may need to learn something off these great players. So he, Freddie may see something in Jacob that is, like, untapped potential. And he goes, look, I'm going to bring him in and get him around greatness. And, for example, Stefano last year gets called into the New South Wales camp goes back to Tigers, he was a totally different player. It was honestly like a different person had rocked up in a Tigers jersey. Yep. He all, all of a sudden, you could even argue the back end of 2021, Stefano was a premier front rower, Stefano. Like, he was outstanding. And he even said, I went to Origin Camp and I saw guys like Dale Finucane and, and all those other boys. The standards they set, it just made me realise what I need to do. And maybe that's what we're seeing a little bit with Freddie and Jacob.
2: And mate, at the back end of last year... I don't care what anyone says. Jacob was killing it for the Knights. Mm. Hasn't played his absolute best footy this year. I understand that. I think Clemmer has been a better front front row for Newcastle, for Newcastle but there's obviously more going on there. He, he got the players player for the Knights last year, Jacob Saifidi. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't picked a bum out of the car park. Mm. He can play. And I I think I, I don't know if he plays in this game or not. You would have to assume uh, that he doesn't. But, mate, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jacob Saifidi go on a similar tear to what Stefano
0: did. Yeah. Last year. And, and again, it's it's all about... We have to remember, Freddie Fittler was a part of the development of a lot of these guys five years ago. He understands what is needed to develop these guys to become the players they need to be. Not tomorrow, not in two months, in two or three years yeah. or, or three or four years. Mate, he, he
2: was having conversations with Jacob and, Dan and and his brother five years ago when yeah. none of us knew who they were and he, they were 16, 17 coming through the grades and he knew who they were mm. and he was learning about their character then.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm of the mind of this. There are some decisions that I'm like, oh, I probably, I wouldn't have made those choices, but I'm just going to defer to the fact that Freddie sees something that, that I don't. Um, for example, if I was selecting the side, I probably would have Hines as 14, mm. um, even though, put it this way, on form, if I was selecting the side, I would have had Staggs at three, uh, Crichton at four, and I would have had Hines at 14, and I would have had Whiten at 18. He's a really, I, I believe he's a really good 18th man because anyone goes off with a HIA, he pretty much can cover that. A HIA this fair play or whatever. Um, could you just check that rule? I'm pretty sure if it's fair play, HIA, you can bring that 18th no, man. It, is, it got yeah. changed last year, didn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, talking about quickly, uh, Tariq Sims, thoughts on that selection? Because Another like, one. You go, you go to Fox and you go, well, wouldn't have been loyal to him and Jake Dvojevic, but he's clearly loyal to Sims. You know, because Sims, he got dropped from his club team. And no, granted, he came, he fought his way back in. And do you think Freddie's going, look, the way he played last year, I know he's going to... Oh, play.
2: I think so. And like we, we we spoke about this in bits and pieces. And I said to you, I think he's going to be really loyal to these guys. And when I opened the team list last night, I didn't see it in the list. I just saw it in like a paragraph. And the first name I saw was Sims. And I thought, oh, okay, here we go. We've gone with the old garden. And the more I looked at the side, the more I went... Fuck! Is he being loyal or what's, yeah. what's he doing here? It is a bit odd, but I just think Tariq Sims—he came in and did such a good job last year that I think Freddie knew after Game Three last year that Sims was going to be in the side this year, regardless yeah. of what happens. I mean, mate, if there's another sign of Tariq Sims and who he is, the Melbourne Storm just signed him.
0: Yeah, and I, the, yeah, if the Storm signing you at that age of your career, you got something. To you got something to offer. Yeah. After
2: he was the best forward on the field last year. Uh, and, you know, he hasn't been great at St. George, but there has been li- little flashes this year of little things that he's done that he's still got it. Mm, absolutely. I just think
3: with um, Stags debuting a centre, White not usually a centre, and Crichton perhaps will come on the field as centre at some point. We don't know. And he hasn't played Origin before. Freddie just wants the people sitting next to him, Sims and Cam Murray, you know, to have played Origin before to help them in defence. Would yeah, you agree?
0: that's a good point. Like, calm in the, the cauldron in the massive moment someone beside you that's like yeah. done the job
3: knows, it,
2: knows oh, it. Oh, oh. which side do we think Murray oh. and Sims will play well last year Murray was
3: on the right on the and right. Sims was on the left because you remember Sims threw that really he good pass the title yeah yeah,
2: that okay. was
0: crazy uh, what's interesting is Cam Murray essentially had one job last year and it was shut down for
3: feeder uh, whereas this year it's for feeder, for feeder no it's not feeder's missed out missed out yeah just while you get that up uh, the 18th man there's two reasons they can be activated when three plays fa- fail a HIA or when one player suffers a HIA caused by foul play. Yeah, so it, correct.
0: Okay, yeah. that that makes a little bit more sense. Like with the Heinz at 18th man, mm-hmm. because you're going if if one of my halves like you know six or like six or seven, which is Cleary and Luai origin, they have a tendency to target like mate, just Go and fucking take his head off.
2: If there's any game, it's going to happen. It's it, yeah, it's
0: going. So <laughs> yeah. you know maybe that's where he's gone. You know what? I'm going to keep Hines at 18 because I can bring him in anyway. Because there's a height, there's a very good chance my T is going to get head hide, Cleary's going to get head hide, or is going to get head hide, mm-hmm. and 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 vice like vice versa. There's a very good chance Munch is going to get head hide, DC is going to get head hide, or Pong is getting head hide. Um, and so maybe when I put it in that lens, I can kind of see where Freddie's coming from with that.
2: Yeah, I think the the only spot that interests me in this, and you can't you can't pick a whole team to cover
0: injury, but if something was to happen to
2: Damien Cork, what do they do there?
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, you're probably going to have to chuck White in there. <sighs> yeah,
2: yeah, you probably are. But fuck, tough. Do you throw? Uh, yeah,
0: I don't know what they do. I mean, you,
2: you, as I said, you, you can't pick a side for that. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, you're probably just going to have to put White in there. Or Cameron Murray. Cameron Murray. I was going to say Murray or Maddo maybe. I don't I don't, Mar- I don't. want Murray in there. Yeah. I don't want Murray. He's just such quality ball runner. He's such a quality ball runner and he's so good in – I don't want – I just – I want him out on the edge at the very least or, you know, 13 if he has to be. I would I would put uh, White in, in the dummy half. We know he can pass. We know he can tackle. Um, Yeah, so look, really interesting, really interesting. I do think he's picked, you know, outside of probably – Oh, it's hard because when you try to when you go, he's picked on form. Then you look at a couple of players. You're like, well, no, he hasn't picked on form. Like he's picked on loyalty, and then then you look at other players. You're like, well, no, he hasn't picked on loyalty. He's picked on form. So very, very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Liam Martin, thoughts about his selection fifteen? Yeah, I sort of thought Liam
2: Martin might fall out of it. To be honest with you, um, but you talk about guys that are just made for Origin. He's just too tough for his own good Liam Martin. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll never push back on anyone selecting Liam Martin in a footy side. He's obviously gone with a pretty heavy um, Penrith group there, which makes complete sense. Yeah, absolutely. They're flying at the moment. Uh, but, yeah, do, we, I mean, do, do you see Tariq Sim – I mean, even Cam Murray. Cam Murray's only come back from injury last week. Do you see the both of them being 80-minute back rowers, or does Martin and Matto maybe come on <coughs> for stints on the edge?
0: i tell you what, they'd be damaging if they did. Fresh on the edge there, running mm. mad lines. Uh, yeah, really, really interesting. Yeah, I'm the same. Look, I, what I like about Liam Martin, the pace of origin is usually quicker than a normal game. And because he is a smaller kind of dynamic, he reminds me a little bit of Anthony Wattmo, to be honest. Um, smaller kind of like agile back rower. I think he suits Impact really well yeah. because it gets tired and he just starts punching holes and everyone, all of a sudden the momentum of the game and the speed of the game is increased. Thoughts on – it's probably, you know, Regan Campbell-Gillard that's taken the spot. Jake Trevojevic missing out.
2: Yeah, I I would have picked Jake Trevojevic. I don't think his form has been as good this year in previous seasons, but I still would have picked him. I think he's done enough for the New South Wales Blues. But I posted on my Instagram last night. has mate, like, I, I would never back Gerbo out, but has Freddie sent a bit of a sign here? It's an interesting one. He's picked a lot of young front rowers. I mean, I looked at the side and I thought, okay, if he's not going to go for Gerbo, I understand him not having him in 18, 19, 20. I get that. But now that he's got Tyson Brazil there, I don't know. I just, I think it's a bizarre one. I'm stunned. And like, I said to a bloke last night, I said, he said, oh, he'll definitely be back. And I said, yeah, but you would have said the same thing about Josh Jackson in 2017 when he stopped getting picked. Mm. Oh, he'll be back. He's good enough. He's... You know, he's the toughest guy on the field. He's done this. He's done that. We never saw Josh Jackson again.
0: Yeah. What, what I think the selection is about is that I know, and um, Maddie you can probably speak better to this. From my understanding with, like, listening to Freddie and the way he talks about footy, he loves, like, explosive, fast players. And we saw that, especially last year, is this whole new game style of just on the front foot, very fast, explosive players. And I wonder whether he's gone, you know, Turbo, he gets, oh, sorry, Tur- Jake um, he gets through a bunch of work, but I've got guys like Cam Murray, Isaiah Yo there to do that kind of, that gritty hard work. I need to bring, I'm going to bring in someone that's explosive, aggressive, high energy. I know Turbo, oh, uh, Turbo, Jake Travojevic, I know that he is aggressive in defence, but is he as explosive and fast as these new guys? Maybe that's what Freddie's seen. Can I ask you this then? If Dale Finucane was fit, does he get picked? He was the vice-captain when he
2: came in for Game 3 last year. I sort of put him in a similar sort of category to Jake to some extent. If Dale wasn't injured, I mean, based on what we've seen here,
0: does he get picked? I think Dale is still a little bit more explosive than Jakey at the moment. Like, still has that speed, but... But he's not on the level of these guys that Freddie has. No, 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 absolutely. I do think that you, you have to start, you know, being like, is he the guy going forward. I don't know, there's just something about Dale in origin though. It's okay, so um,
2: it, you know, assuming Dale, you know, he, he he could be fit in two or three weeks time. He could still be Playing I think he'll still be playing next year. I think it's hard for Jake to get back into this side if he like if he likes the look of Jacob Sifedi, there's no doubt he likes Daniel Saifidi I mean, I, I think he falls then a you've couple got of Stefano people- as well. Thanks isn't in this fucking team yeah, either. Yeah, got to speak I about, mean, about as well. It becomes very tough, I think. Jerbo, and it kills me to say it because I love Jerbo. I would have picked him, mm. but I think Freddie sent a bit of a
3: sign here. Yeah, what do you just what you said before about speed and explosiveness? Freddie's thing, whenever I was in camp anyway, he um, his thing was always finishing fast, and that was the theme of the 2019 Origin series so much that he actually brought in Ian Thorpe to camp. And showed them his swim at the Olympics where he was behind and then won the gold medal when he was 17. And he's the whole theme was finishing fast, finishing fast, finish, finishing fast. We remember what happened at the end of 2019 series. Tedesco scores that try. They, they finished fast. I'll put in the YouTube description. Go have a look. It's free speech after the 2019 series. After Teddy scored, and all he finished was he was lost. He was almost lost for words, but he's like always spoken about all campus finishing fast. Um, so give that a watch. But Maybe that's where he's coming from with these kind of younger explosive players because he wants, you know,
0: to he be ahead of the game. to that early. grind and, like, be grinding at the end of the game, mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. He wants to be like, no, we go up a fucking year at the end of the game, uh, which is interesting because Trent Robertson was talking about second halves in the year that 2013, the whole preseason was like, where are second halves? So he, he, the first year Trent Robertson came in, he sat all the boys down, Anthony Minicello tells his story – And he goes, I've gone over all the video from last year and we fade away in X amount of games. Like we are not a second half side. He said the whole preseason, we are going to become a second half side. And what do you know in the grand final? They were a second half side. They won the competition in the second second half. So I think that, you know, a guy like Jakey T, in the end of the game, is he explosive and fast? No, he's probably, he's grinding. He's getting through the tough yards. Uh, the tough tackles, the tough carries. So really, really interesting. Really, really interesting. Um, you know, I, I feel for the Fox and Jakey, I feel, you know, definitely bad for. They're going to be devastated. Um, I, I think they've both got enough talent to fight their way back in, for sure, for sure. Uh, if Sorry,
3: just on Tupo, I, th- I just thought I'd look up the stats. Um, Obviously, like, we we all agree that Tupo probably earned his spot more than Fox got dropped. Like, mm. we all love Tupo, but... His four four of his five most important games this year were against uh, the Broncos, who are top four now, South Derby, Eels, and uh, Panthers. And in all of those games, he ran over one hundred eighty meters. Yeah, and those are his top four games of the year.
0: Yeah, which that's fucking says something because it's not easy. But for a guy like Tupou, it's easy to do that against the bottom teams. But mm-hmm. to do that against the best, the big dogs, when you're under the pump, um, yeah, really interesting. Uh, but I think I think. I understand your sentiment. Like, is Freddie sending a bit of a to Jakey? Like, you know, you're on the end of your origin career. Mm-hmm. I see where you're coming from. But I think Jakey can. I think he's Jakey can come back and get his spot back.
2: I, mate. I, I I know he's got the ticker and the heart and the ability to get his spot back. I I just I look at the squad that Freddie's picking and the guys that are injured or aren't in it at the moment, and I, and I do wonder. You know, he's obviously heading in a certain direction, but. Uh, and Next, mate, and, and I think this game in Sydney is the one that would have been most suited to Jake as well. Yeah, okay. I think you Maybe get to track. a fast track at Perth and up there in Brisbane. I think it moves further away from Jake. Mm. And all of a sudden, if they manage to win this series, where they win in Sydney, they win in Perth, and they uh, they you know they win at two one or whatever. If they do, I mean, are you gonna? Like, I think Jake Travojevic over the offseason is going to get really fucking
0: lightning quick all yeah. of a sudden. He's still yeah. going to
2: be the same guy he is now, you know? So,
0: so you're thinking more like the style Freddie wants to play may not suit. Yeah, I league.
2: think that the, the way that origin footy is going to be played and was played last year, so how fast it was, I think it has maybe moved away from Jake a little bit, which mm. isn't Jake's
0: fault. Mm. Yeah, look, interesting, interesting. Uh, now, Angus Crichton left out of the entire squad. Oh, man. I know he hasn't been starting for the Roosters. But I just think, for example, in the series that New South Wales lost to Queensland a couple of years ago, Crichton was probably your best player in that last game. Huge, huge call. What do you think about this call? Like, for example, do you think Cri- uh, Angus Crichton is better suited to than say, one? Martin? I probably do.
2: I prefer to have a body like Angus Crichton's coming off the pine there. Um, and, you know, you, you mentioned he obviously hasn't been started for the Roosters. I personally think he wasn't starting for the Roosters because their middles were screwed at the start of the season. I don't personally think it was an Angus problem. I think it was a middle problem. They needed him in there. Mm. He has started in the last few weeks and shocked me. The Roosters are looking more and more like the the team that we expect them to be, you know? So yeah, I think Angus is very hard done by. Uh, I would have had him in my team. I, I think I probably would have had him just start in my team, to be honest
0: with I you. thought he was going to start. I thought he may just nick Sims's spot. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, not even on the bench.
2: At the same time, if if Freddie believes in Sims, and, you know, Sims is he's self-aware enough, he would know he'd be looking around the room going, if I don't play well, there are so many guys who could come in for me straight away that would do such a good job, like an Angus Crichton. So, you know, it could push the very best out of the guys he has got, but...
0: I would have picked him. Yeah, it's interesting. Again, in Freddie we trust. There must be something that he's he's seeing. Now, I just want to talk about Joseph Suwali. I love this decision. Mm. I love this decision. Anyone that has been watching the Roosters games and hasn't been... If if you think that Suwali doesn't deserve to be in the position he's in, you haven't been watching Roosters games. Now... Why I say specifically the position he's in? He isn't going to play guys. He's there for experience. He's 18 years old. I love this selection, and I absolutely believe his form has warranted his, his spot. and I think it's super smart from Freddie because once, every now and then, like you know, a generational guy comes through where you go, for example, uh, Jared Hayne coming through origin or you know, and I think Suwali can be this generational kind of weapon for New South Wales bringing him super early find out also like where does he fit in this is he going to be our fullback is he going to be our winger is he going to be a center for us long term I love this decision and I think Suali if you just if you took out all the names and everything and you just looked at starts ever since he came in and was selected to start on the wing he has been absolutely outstanding outstanding what are your thoughts on Suali's selection
2: I like it. I thought it was interesting listening listen to what Freddie said last night about this one. He said that he's spoken to guys that play with Swarley and guys that have played against Swale, mm. Guys that have directly marked up against him and they all backed him in. He's a beast. Be he's a weapon, yes. And I, I understand... Oh, I don't, but anyway. People have said, oh, you know, why is he in the side? Why isn't Campbell Graham in there? And for me, I think it's so blatantly obvious what Freddie is doing with well. Swale. As you said, he's not going to play. You look at other guys in this team and over the years, you know, we've seen Zach Lomax in camp. We've seen Stephen Cry and we've seen Campbell Graham. I just don't see the point in bringing in a Campbell Graham again to stand around for another camp. Yeah. He's been there. He's experienced. Why not give Swali
1: mm-hmm.
2: an opportunity to come in and experience it? He knows that Campbell Graham, he can call on him if he needs him. I think mm-hmm. he knows he can call on Zach Lomax.
0: And, but also, like, the key is this, is like, you know, I agree everything. Yeah. Everything you just said. Campbell Graham is a great center. Like, a, not, he's not a great center yet because he hasn't. But he's a really, really good center. Swali's generational. Like he yeah, truly. Yeah. So to say, like, why, why you wouldn't bring him in to get his experience early is insane. Like, you'd almost go like bring him in last year. I know that's that's too early. But I'm I'm just saying that the potential Swali has is absolutely incredible. And so. It's even more reason to bring yeah. him in. Um, instead but but of if you
2: are one of the people that holds the opinion, oh, Campbell Graham is more it's likely a waste to come yeah, yeah, It's a time. waste of time. It's Why a waste we, of his time. He's
0: been yeah. in. We Put it this way he's been in. We know Freddie likes him. We know Campbell Graham's a fantastic bloke. We know he's a great player. What's the point? It, yeah. All you're doing is robbing him of being away from his club, whereas Suwali. We don't know what he... Like, Freddie doesn't know what he's like as a bloke, doesn't know what he's like as a trainer, doesn't know whether he gels with the boys. He's going to find all of that out. And, it, and it, what is important is, it is crucial for the future of New South Wales. Now, I'm not talking about as a whole team and they're going to fall apart with Suwali, but when I'm talking about finding those generational talents that literally win Origin Series, Suwali may never do that, but he's one of those guys that potentially could do that. So why... Why not get him in as soon as possible to see to just get your hands on him and start moulding him into the player that we know he can be? We have to remember, guys, this kid is 18 years old still. I implore you, if you haven't, go back and watch a few of the Roosters' last games. If you've got a spare 40, 80 minutes, watch the KO minis, whatever. Suwali has been outstanding. And also, even ask ask every Roosters fan over the last five weeks, how was Suwali been? And ask them, say, I want you to be 100% honest, and I promise you, you will not find a Roosters fan that hasn't been like, this kid has been special. And I think the Roosters have done an incredible job of keeping the hype on Swali completely. They're, they're the kings of it. They know how to do it. What do you got there, Matty?
3: I was just going to say, it's funny you say that. I was literally at the pub two days ago with my mate Josh and he's a Roosters fan and he said, look, there was heaps of hype above about Sawali last year. He got overshadowed by uh sammy walker and is him talking and i didn't really buy into the hype but now i'm on that hype train that's yeah. exactly what he said Mate, exactly I'm what you just said
0: the kid is special the fact that he's 18 years old and he's taking hit ups that are similar to tupo's and physically can handle that contact it's outrageous
2: and that's the thing is the hype train was highlights that we saw his defense has been incredible yeah uh coming out of his own end has been great yeah i Yeah, Uh, The scary thing is, as you said, he's 18. He's 18, but to me, he's already playing like a 22-year-old. Easy. He could come out of this fucking week playing like a 27-year-old. Yeah, it's it's the perfect time. It's scary
0: what he could do. Perfect decision by Freddie, and I totally get it. I understand people saying, like, well, Cannibal Graham, like, he's probably closer to playing, and why wouldn't you put him there? But, like, he just gains nothing. Like, of course he gains something, like being around Origins, but he's been there, he's been in the system, Freddie knows him. Everyone here knows Campbell Graham could do a job. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we all know that. So wh- why, why take away from a potential future game changer just to be like tick a box and say, oh, Campbell Graham's more deserving because he's playing good for the last few years. It does. It, it, all you're doing is ticking boxes. Yeah. When in reality, you want to be putting as many young guns
2: in there as possible. So if you are the Roosters, like you're looking at this going, is going to go into camp. So he gets, what, 15% better? Mm-hmm you gun player. Mate. you got know, pissed off Angus Crichton now. Yeah. Like, their side's looking primed. Over
0: the yeah, experience. they look like they're about to go on at least build into something. That's keep what they look halves,
2: like. Keep your halves, keep your nine. Yes, you lose Teddy, but then you move Manu to potentially his better position.
0: I think it's his best position, fullback. Yeah. I think right. it's incredible, at fullback. Um, so, look, I think it's a great decision. I do One thing that I, I was, did surprise me a bit, I thought they would use one of these spots for an Ola or a Keon. Um, I think they've missed a little bit of a beat there. Yep. Keon's already been in the camp, though, hasn't he? Yes. I would have probably brought Oluquatu in just to be around the system, see what he's like as a bloke. Because Oluquatu has come out of nowhere. Like He wasn't some young gun that's come through all the systems and killed it. Like He's been a a late-ish developer. He's like 22, 23. I would have brought Oluquatu in uh, just to be around the system. Now, in saying that, there are two more games to be able to do that. Mm. Um, but, look... The, the only the only decision that Freddie has made here that I fully am still unsure as to what will happen with that choice is the Crichton choice. And we we have kind of expl- – we think we know what Freddie's thinking there is, and it's to cover as many positions as possible yep. if someone does get a, a head knock or, you know, 10 in the bin or whatever. Um, now, obviously, 10 in the bin, you don't cover that position, but, you know, you might be able to take off a forward and bring on a back that's more uh, – better defensively and laterally. So you're just, you know, moving much better laterally. So
3: really interesting. I love it. Let us know what you guys think about the selections. I will say about Oluquatu, and this I'm totally guessing here, but I I would think that because Manly play this week and don't play in round 17, maybe Freddie's spoken to Dez and Des is more reluctant to let Oluquatu come out of this camp than game three. Um, I know the Roosters are playing as well, but I think just the situation Manly are in, I think maybe Des might have said, hey, can you do it in game three? But I'm just guessing.
0: Yeah, like, maybe, like, we need him. Yeah. You know, like, can we just... You bring him in game three. Yeah, when they have the buy. I was just thinking, too, just
2: one... I know we'll touch on it later, but can you imagine the reception pain Hass is going to get in four weeks' time when he walks into Suncorp in a lose jersey?
0: Yeah, wow. I will say it's interesting because Freddie's been quite vocal about disliking players that are very public about their contract situation. And to be fair, like... You know, if that was a lesser player, that that happened, would have he been selected? Do you think?
2: Well, might be controversial, but I think that's sort of what kept Matto
0: back mm. the last few the years title. personally. Well, am, am, am I being wrong here in saying Freddie has been pretty open about the fact he doesn't like players so. having contract yep. negotiations being very public like that? I think that's fair. Um, so interesting, interesting. Maybe it says there's more to the story than meets the eye. Maybe Freddie has spoken to Payne and said, like, you know, what's going on here, mate? Like, what's what's happening? Um, you know, to be fair, though, he'd be insane not to select Payne. Uh, but it is interesting. It is interesting because it's been pretty public knowledge that Freddie doesn't like to bring those distractions into camp. Uh, I think that in Payne's favour is he has still gone out and played so good mm. that he's shown it's not going to distract him. But it, it is an interesting narrative. It absolutely you, you can't you can't pretend it doesn't exist. It's going to be the narrative yeah. of game three. And but you you can't pretend like Freddie hasn't been very public about yeah. you know not liking it. And that's and I I actually really like that Freddie is public about that and being just you know his opinion that he doesn't like players that do that. Um, but we can't pretend like you know, Painhas isn't currently going through that. Uh, so I wonder I wonder what the chat was like because I think that Freddie would have called him. Going, I want to speak to Payne first before I make this decision, maybe. Mm. I don't think Freddie would have made that decision without hearing Payne's side of the story first, then bringing him in.
2: Do you think Freddie had this team, this same team picked before this weekend? Like, do you think that, like, did a... Uh <sighs> Did a Daniel Tupu play so well against the Cronulla Sharks that he forced his way in? You, well, I, what I sort of want to ask you, I thought Fox yesterday, that was, that was a pretty average game from Fox. Mm-hmm. It was, I found it hard to watch because I love him so much. Do you think that even before that game kicked off yesterday, like is, is there a world where, where Fox was told, hey, this is your last chance to get over D- Daniel Tupu? Or do you think Freddie had this picked the weekend before realistically? <clears throat> Even like yeah. a Hines, he wasn't overly impressive against the Chooks. I don't think Jack White was sensational against Parramatta either. But do you think this weekend played yeah. a role in any of those? Uh, I mean,
0: it must have because you'd be – I mean, I don't know if it played a like a definitive role, mm. but I do think he'd be crazy not to gather as much information as possible. And what I mean by that is like the longer you wait to make a decision, the more information you have. Mm. So I think he probably – a few of those decisions he probably waited to the last minute to make. Um but, yeah, really interesting. I'd love to see the scrapbook of Freddie to
2: see what the team looked like three weeks yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, for sure. To see what's changed.
0: For sure. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy for Haas, though. Like, And we'll get into the Haas situation because I, I'm, I'm, as I think most people can expect, I'm really torn on this. Like, yeah. I'm really torn on this.